0: Well, in 1982, Brenda and I loaded up our automobile. What did we have at that time? Chevrolet Citation. And uh came to the, came to the Bay Area and uh, took a step of faith, and God met us right there. And we've been here ever since. And uh, James uh, was born April 9th, right? Okay. 1982. And, uh, well, it's pretty good. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, 1982, and then we came here in right around May or June of 82, and started pastoring here on July 4th of 1982, so James was just a baby when he came, but he's 31 now, married to a wonderful lady, beautiful lady, Esther Thomas, and uh, <clears throat> uh, Esther's from New Orleans, and, uh, and they met at Ramah Bible Training Center, where Brenda and I met. And uh, fell in love and got married, and uh, they were here for a period of time serving the Lord. Now they're down at Faith Life Church. It's a little struggling church down there in Branson. Uh, you might have heard of uh, Pastor Keith Moore. I don't know, maybe. But uh, they serve under uh, he and and Phyllis Moore in their youth area and in a lot of different areas. And so we're pleased to have them here tonight. So. Would you please give James and Esther a big welcome as, they, as she comes? Amen.
1: Anyway, well, it's good to be. It's always good to come home. Amen. And this is especially. God is good. I'll just say that. It's, it's, it's awesome to be here. And, you know, it wouldn't be fitting, I, I have this, it's an honor to be here and to be able to speak, but it it, it really wouldn't be right of me to, to go and just go on straight into my message, because this is, we are celebrating something very, very extraordinary, 31 years of pa- uh, pastoring in the Bay Area, so, Mom and Dad, you, you can stand up, please. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, uh, go on, but keep, <laughs> <it up. laughs> but keep it up. Yeah. Well, you know the, the word says, "Give honor to whom honor is due," and and that is definitely they are definitely worthy of honor. Not because they are so well, they are special. Um, uh, but it 's because of the, the gift that the Lord has placed inside of them, you know um, if you do anything for thirty one years you 're going to have trouble you 're going to have some trials and tribulations um, and you know being their son i've i 've seen some things behind the scenes i've i 've seen some things that have over the years that have come and go, uh, that have come and, and, and my, but my Something I can say about my mom and my dad is that they've never, for once, gave up, never stopped loving, doing what they were doing uh, in the ministry. And, you know, when the, when the Lord calls you to do something, you do it until, you know, either you go home to be with the Lord or, you know, something changes. But, well, the Lord doesn't change. But you get the point. But I just, I just wanted to, since I have this opportunity to speak, I wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you for being faithful you know so anyways well tonight as i I was always thinking about tonight um and praying about it i I, the lord just kept ministering ministering to me about um reward that that god is that he is a rewarder i was reading something in matthew i don't even remember where it was i don't have it down here or anything but you know sometimes when you read something you, you and it can be a passage of scripture you've read hundreds of times and you know, you read it the, for the 200th time, and you see something that you just—it just pops out at you—and it, and, and and it just totally stuck out to me. And it was—it just was simple. It said, "God will reward you," and it, and it wasn't in that exact sequence of, in the sentence, but that was basically an underlying. God reward you, because you know, in in our society, a lot of times I, I think even as Christians, unfortunately, not, a lot of times we we look to man to reward us. You know. Which, which, there is nothing wrong with, with, with receiving awesome things from, from man. You know, the Lord has to work through people anyway, through man. But I think sometimes we get our eyes on man a little too much. You know, I know I, I, know I have. Um, but, you know, the best kind of rewards, the most uh, rewards that last come from the Lord. Amen? Amen. You know, like uh, Pastor Mark and Brenda. They are a gift from God, and they, they are being rewarded and will continue to be rewarded. Amen? Amen. Um, Amen. And a perfect example of this is is Abraham. If you could turn to Genesis 15, 1, and I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. So the title tonight, really simple, God, Your Rewarder. Um, So in Genesis 15, 1 in the Amplified, it says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. I... Notice the language. I am your shield. I am your abundant compensation and your reward. And your reward shall be exceedingly great. Now, who is Abraham's reward? God. God. Who is going to reward Abraham? God. Is Abraham going to reward Abraham? No. no. You know, I, 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 I like to uh, treat myself sometimes to uh, a big bowl of ice cream or something. And, and it feels good. But I tell you, I tell you, I, as I get older, there is nothing like being rewarded from the Lord, you know, really. And, and, and Abram is Abraham, Abram, or Abe is here too, somewhere, I think. <laughs> What's up, dude? Um, but this is something that Abraham knew, that God was his rewarder. And I love the language here. Uh, your abundant compensation and your reward shall be exceedingly great. You know, I, I. We 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 see it so much in society. We we work and we work after getting stuff, getting things and I believe in working that the Bible teaches to work. But um a lot of times I think we get lost in that. You know, I, I work at a school back in Branton and it's it's sad because it, there's a lot it's, there's a lot of poverty around there and I and and a lot of the teachers have two, three jobs and they're just struggling, you know. But really when when and I'm not pre, I'm not saying anything bad and negative about those people. I actually really admire them and look up to them. But what I am saying is, uh, when it comes to when it comes to putting your trust in the Lord, there's great reward, and and always and and actually let's look at Hebrews eleven six, and the Amplified as well. You know, and, th- and this is something that I know you know I know most of you here, and I know this is something that you all know, um, but th- it's good to be reminded. Amen. I mean, I, I-, I need to remind myself of things constantly. Um, so Hebrews 11:6, it says, "But without faith it is impossible to please and be satisfact- satisfactory to him, to God." For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He is. I like the language language here. He is the rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek Him out. So, who is the rewarder? God. And what and what follows that is what us seeking Him, right? You know, in 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 Matthew, it says uh, that the the world. They, they seek after and run after all these things, but your father knows that you need all these things. And, but I think if we, if a lot of times, if we took a fraction of the attention or the, the energy that we did on, on getting, uh, getting wealth for ourselves, you know, through uh, our means, and we put that into seeking the Lord, how much better will our lives be? Amen. He is the reward. I, I love how it says the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But we got to seek him. Amen. The Lord is, is merciful and he, he will do things in your life as much as he can. But how much more when we seek him and put him and his kingdom first? Amen. You know, something with, I was thinking about this in, in my life, um, this, this is this is something that is becoming uh, stronger and stronger in my life uh, for years. When I wanted something or I needed something, I, I looked no further than the two people on the row in front of me. Um, and really, even up to my adult life, even after Esther and I got married, you know, if something came up. I would, be, you know, I, instead of being, Lord, I know you are faithful and you are, you can take care of this. I, I hit number five on the phone, or number six. Five being my mom and six being my dad. I said, well, you know, I got, I got something, and I. And I, I, could you, could you help me out a little bit here? But, and thank God for, for that. But, you know, you might be thinking, well, what's wrong with that? Are your parents are supposed to help you? Like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's awesome. But, but we run into a little bit of problem. A, if they, if they, even if they gave me everything I wanted all the time, um, they're limited. Amen. And so what they could do. B, my faith isn't growing as God, as God, as far as God being my provider, God being my rewarder, and C, what happens when they go on to be with the Lord? Yeah, you know? Which isn't that far up. No, I'm just kidding. They're getting older. I figured when my dad hits 60, I better learn how to walk by faith because it's, time is, time is ticking. No. Uh, no. no, they'll be, they I'm sure they'll live long and, A prosperous life, like Spock would say, live long and prosper. Spock must have been a Christian, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, uh, if we have any young people in here, and, and even parents, you know, I don't claim to know much about parenting, I'm not a parent, but one of the best things you can do for your kids is when they're young. I'm talking about as soon as they know how to understand a sentence, is getting, getting them to use their faith. And if, if a little, I'll tell this story. Uh, uh, back, Brother Keith tells this story about when he was out preaching one time, he was talking about God being your provider and, and things along those lines. And uh, he, he was talking about the, not using the word afford, and I won't go into all the reasons. But anyway, and and this administered to a, a particular lady in the in the church and she she got into the habit of always saying well if her, par- her parents i mean her if her kids came up and said to her well mommy we want this we want that that she would always 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 say well uh, honey we can't afford that i can't afford that i can't afford that and and so when brother keith was teaching this she got a hold of his truths and and you know a couple of weeks later so the the there was a bike that the the daughter wanted, and and she came running to the to, to the mom and said, uh, "Mommy, mommy, there's a new bike, and you know, basically, can we can I get it?" And, and and the lady started to say, "Well, honey, we can't afford," but she caught herself, and she said, "Well, you know, the Lord will give that to you. He's a rewarder. Uh, you got something you want to sew? And she immediately she thought of something. You know, she so they sewed it. They prayed together. Young, young, young little girl. And it wasn't a matter of a weeks. There was a, uh, if I'm telling yes, this is correct. A, they got some, a check in the mail. The mail made out to the little girl. I don't remember how old she was, but young. And, and a, the bike that this girl wanted was on sale down the street from their house. Like, and so they went it. And I like how Brother Keith tells it, is that the, this, the, this girl will never forget that Santa Claus didn't give it to her. Mama, Daddy didn't give it to her, but the Lord gave it to her. Amen. <laughs> God's a rewarder. He's faithful. He is faithful, amen? Yeah. And so that's just, I don't know where that came from, but I, I know we have, yeah. we have lots of pe- we have lots of parents in here, I'm sure, and that's one of the best things you can do. And my parents are very good examples of that. Um, you know, I, I remember growing up hearing, obviously hearing my parents preach, but brother, dad Hagen, hearing him, uh, uh, them listening to cassettes at the time, and and all that stuff, and as a kid going to going to a winter Bible and camp meeting, it was. I'm thankful for the 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 lifestyle I grew up in, that of faith, because faith is the way to go um, in this walk that we have. Um, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. And if you walk in faith, you you won't you won't be disappointed ever. So, so and and tonight, you know, something I really want to encourage everyone about is just to. Let's look to God, look to God, uh, and not to man to reward us. It's when, and spe- specifically regarding fi- finances and prosperity, you know, because God can do so much more, and He has so much more resources than than, than we do. So I think it's important that we always look to to God. Um, you know, let, let's do something real quick. It, just look at reward from God versus reward from man. You know, with 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 man they they say i can only do so much but with god it says i can do more than you can ask or wish or think or even imagine ephesians 3 20 now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work in us you know man they also say well i can i can only work in the realm of the possible i can i can bless you in the realm of the possible but with god I can do all, of it, all, nothing is impossible with God. You know, the word says in Luke 1, 37, but nothing is impossible with God. Amen. Amen? And also with man, it says, in regards to sickness, well, I can ease your pain. I can treat your symptoms. But with God, it says what? I, can, I heal all your diseases. Amen. I will take away your pain. I won't just ease your pain. I will take away your pain. Amen? Amen. And man, uh, on occasion, they say, well, I can meet a need. I can pay help with a bill, but the Lord says in uh, Philippians 4:19, you know, it all, and my God shall supply what oh. all of your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Yeah. So knowing that, who are we going to? Who do, who should we look to? God, God oh, 100 percent of the time, nine, or 100 out of 100 times, look to the Lord. Amen. You know, Amen. there there is nothing wrong with getting help from from man. I've been helped plenty, especially from them too. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, getting help from the Lord is is just is so much better, and learning to use your faith is just where it's at. Amen. Yeah. You know, and another thing about looking to God as as opposed to looking to man to supply your need or to to looking looking to for man for for something as opposed to looking to God is that God can't let you down. You know, unfortunately, at, t- at times they might not even need, uh, mean to, but man can let you down, but God can't. So, as, as for me, I've made up my mind that when when troubles arise and, and things like that, I'm going to put my trust in the Lord and not what man can do. You know, there's nothing wrong, and, I, and don't misunderstand me, there's nothing wrong with trusting man. I trust my wife 100%. I trust my parents. I trust many of you in here. But, the, the, it's just more stable when you put your trust in the Lord. Amen? Because man can let you doubt, but God can't. Um, let's, let's look at what it looks like to trust in man, in man as opposed to trusting in God. So at first, let's look at Jeremiah 175, and I want to look at this in the NIV, if, if you have that. I'm sure you do. Jeremiah 17:5. God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. And he's faithful. The same God that Abraham had, you have, living on the inside of you. Amen? Amen. Abraham was rich. What does the word say? He was rich in in, 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 uh, cattle, lands, and everything, basically. You have that same God. You have that same source. Amen? Okay, so Jeremiah 17, 5 says, This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. And like I said, it's not this isn't saying that you shouldn't trust people. It's putting your trust in man as a replacement in putting your trust in the Lord. So that's that's inter- that's strong language. Cursed. You know why why would he say that? It's because if you put all of your stock in what man can do for you, what if they what if it ends up that they can't do it? If I were to come up and to someone in here, and I, and, and I said, hey, hey, you know, I need $500 by the end of the week. Could you help me out? And they said, yeah, we'll do it. Well, I would put my trust in them and be like, okay, awesome. What if they called, what's today, Sunday? What if they called, uh, like a couple days later, and said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know? But, that, that's, whose fault is that? Yeah, it would be my fault. Well, and you said, well, James, but they said they were going to do it. I mean, they don't have to do anything. That's why when, when the Lord says he'll do something, he'll do it. 100% of the time. Because he's not a liar. He changes not. Amen? So, okay. And, and as far as... So that's trusting in man. And, and, and think, when I say trusting in man, um, I want you to remember, I'm not saying it's bad to trust in man. You know, We all need people we can trust in. But I want you to think especially about Finances. Um, now opposed to trusting in God, this this scripture paints a beautiful picture of trusting in, in God in Romans ten eleven. Let's look at it in the NIV. Just notice the comparison. It's 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 very uh, it's very drastic. I'll just put it like that. So trusting a man, you know, said cursed. Uh, trusting in God. Romans 10, 11 in the NIV says, as the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Never be put to, put to shame. So I'll just ask you right now, which one sounds better? Curse or <laughs> never put to shame? I think probably never put to shame. I think most people, unless there's a, a loose screw, would, would say, would go with the never put to shame. I don't want to be cursed. I don't want to be cursed. I've, I've experienced some of the curse, and I don't want, I don't want any of it. And a, a key to doing that is walking in the Word of God and putting your trust in the Lord. So I'll ask you guys, you know, uh, at, at youth, at, at Faith Life Church, where Esther and I minister, uh, it, it's set up different in, in youth group. There's a, we, we all sit in a big circle, and, they, and we ask them lots of questions, and they talk to us. So, oh I forgot where I was going with that. But anyway, I was going to ask you something. Yeah. So who are you going to trust? Amen. That's right. Why? He is faithful and he is a rewarder. Amen. So that, that I just found that interesting, you know, as looking, looking to man, looking to God, we can say, looking to man, cursed, looking to God, never put to shame. It's like a no brainer, right? Because God is strong. He is, he is he is faithful, yeah. you know. Yes. If you have two people, say you have a, a need of I don't I don't know, let's say ten thousand dollars, and they say, per, uh, Pastor Nancy, do not you come up? Oh, I'll, 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 yeah, illustrate. Okay. I get to be the illustration. Yeah, pa- I love Pastor Nancy. <laughs> she's, she's, she is faithful. And talking mm-hmm. about honoring my parents, uh, you know, Pastor Nancy's right up there too with, Pastor. Tom and Kim and, and everyone else, but anyways, if you ha- if someone had a need, um, say it was ten thousand dollars, and let's say Pastor Nancy is is well, Pastor Nancy, and I I'll I'll be God, so ten thousand dollars, ten thousand dollar need, you know, and let's say Pastor Nancy, you know, she has maybe like fifteen thousand dollars in her account, and and then you know, God will his account is endless, you know. So what? Who would you? Who would Knowing that, who would you want to go to as far as meeting that need? Pastor Nancy, who has $10,000, $15,000, or God? Right? Why is that? I mean, he's got more. He's, I mean, it just makes sense when we put, you can sit down. Thank you, Pastor Good Nancy. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it just makes sense. And I know we all know that and we agree with that, but, I, but a lot of times what we do is when we see a need, we, we go to man first. You know? We go to man first because it's, it's in a way, it's easier on our, on our flesh. Because we can see, I can see that my parents have money in the account, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, as opposed to seeing, you know, God, God, you know, where you just have to have faith in the Lord. Yeah. So, you know, when thinking about that, who, thinking about stri- stri- strictly from like, a, like an amount uh, standpoint, like, would you go to the, the Lord or to your next door neighbor, you know. The Lord. I mean, He is abundantly, He has a, He is rich. Amen. Yeah. So, trusting in God is is just invaluable, you know. And as far as your needs being met, and just, and and, and really all the other areas of the Christian lifestyle, and um, a great example of this was David. You know, um, when 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 Goliath was, uh, when he was, um being a nuisance to the Israelites. Uh, that's putting it lightly, being a nuisance. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, you know, David, he had an opportunity to not trust in the Lord. He was, I don't, does anyone know how old he He was like 15 or old? 17. 17? Okay, I was close. Um, but anyways, he was just, he was just this kid. And, and, and Goliath was this like huge, giant man, you know, like Andre the Giant, but bigger. Uh, <laughs> and stronger uh, but you know but, but, but David he, he had it with hearing this as he put it, this uncircumcised Philistine you know talking smack about God Almighty yeah. you know and so he actually he came, into, he, he came and asked Saul to, basically I'm going to fight Goliath but Saul he said you are not able to go against the Philistines and fight him you are only a boy and he has been fighting man from his youth. And that's in First Samuel. So, and that, right then and there, David had two choices. He had a choice to either be like, yes, you're right, Saul, I am only a boy. I am a weakling. Or he could believe in, 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 in the Lord. You know, do something about it. And I'm so thankful that he did. You know, if he didn't, we wouldn't be talking about him tonight. We probably wouldn't have, you know, a big chunk of the, the book of Psalms in here. And it, it, and he trusted in the Lord. Yes, he, did. he didn't say, "Well, I respect." Uh, he didn't. Say, he didn't trust a man and say, "Saul, you're right. You're king. I respect you. I'm gonna go home." You know, don't go home, everybody. Yeah. Don't go. Go home later, but don't go home now. But don't go home. Yeah. You know, don't don't run away. Yeah. You know, there's nothing too big or nothing too hard for the Lord. Right. Nothing. nothing. Nothing at all. I don't care if you have a stack of bills this high. The Lord, by the end of the week, can get all, that, all those needs met. I don't care if you have sickness in your body and the doctor says, Well, this is incurable. The Lord is your healer. Amen. Just trust Him. Yeah. Trust Him. Amen. Trust that this Word is true. This isn't just uh, letters and words on, on pages. This is alive. Amen. And when we live our life according to this Word, we will never be put to shame. Romans ten eleven says, "Those who trust in Lord will never be put to shame," yeah. Amen. Yeah. And another good example of this is Noah. You know, yeah. just imagine like the, the craziness that Noah, you know, must he must have looked nuts, yeah. building this huge ark. I mean, probably bigger than any ship we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was, and uh, <clears throat> I'm sure he had some people, some friends, maybe even some people that maybe he respected. I don't know. Say, Noah, what is you are losing your marbles, man? oh man what is this thing you are doing he could have said you're right you know you got a bunch of money i i trust what you say and i'm gonna stop this and and go party with you guys but he's a he's a good example of trusting the lord and he was not put to shame he was saved amen trust in the lord never be put to shame glory to god glory to god Glory to God, Amen. Glory to God, Amen. You know, and so thinking about finance is looking to God versus looking to man regarding finances. The word is 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 uh, it's pretty clear. You know, there's it there's some things that are very um, um, just kind of strong language, I guess. Let's look at what it would look like if you. Trusted and look to man uh, as far as meeting your needs regarding finances. So let's look at First Timothy 617. And I'm going to read this out of the New King James. First Timothy 617. Thank you, Lord. Okay, First Timothy 617 says, Command those who are rich, rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches. Um, nor to, uh, yeah, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. So I don't know about you, but I am definitely not going to do the first part of this verse. I am going to trust in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Amen? But, but look at that. Look at... Look at look at that language. Uh, trust in uncertain riches. What are uncertain riches? Well, uncertain riches are is you know here today, gone tomorrow. You know, uncertain riches are things that you can do to get wealth, but outside from the Lord. But not to trust in it, but to trust in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. You know, uncertain riches. You know, like I said, you might have enough for this bill, all your bills for this month, but next month, not. Amen? Now let's look at how it looks like getting wealth from the Lord when you trust in the Lord. Let's look at Proverbs ten twenty two. 22. Amen. And this is, this is where I want to live, always. And the New King James will be, will be good too. Thank you, Lord. God is rich, and He is your source. Amen? Proverbs um, ten twenty two in the New King James. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and but well, that's not all. And he adds no sorrow with it. You know when, when man rewards you, when when it's outside of what God outside of God, there's sorrow with it. You know, but the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. You know, and I, when I, I was thinking about this, um, thinking about this scripture, and I was thinking about something Esther and I did recently. You know, we live Esther and I. We live in a small. It's Branton, and it's a small. Uh, it's a small little. It's a small town, and but but anyways, that, <laughs> no. But yeah, it's a small. It's a small thing, and there's not a whole lot of um, anything. Any, anything. Yeah. Well, I, well, Esther and I—we were wanting to go shopping, and we wanted some new clothes. And, but it—Branson doesn't have like our favorite kind of store, our stores. So, we—we—but Kansas City and St. Louis. Kansas City's like what, three and a half hours? Three three and a half hours away. And if we wanted to go to this store that we wanted, that our favorite like clothing store—we we'd have to take three and a half hours drive. And you know that was something we just. We 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 thought we thought we thought and thought and thought about it, but but anyways, um, so we went back and forth, and we were like, well, let's let's go to Kansas City, let's 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 go. It's only three and a half hours, and you know, and and so we almost did it, you know, multiple times. But then we thought, well, you know what? The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Are we? Should we? We thought about it, and we we're like, well, we're probably it's not probably the wisest right now to go. The, to Kansas City, we don't really have the money right now. So they go spend a bunch of money on extra clothes and it's three and a half hours there and three and a half hours back and we'd be tired on the weekend and everything. And so we were like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do what Matthew 6 33 says. You know, we're we're just gonna allow the Lord to add it to us. So we prayed about it and we said, well Lord, we just ask you uh, for the for the clothes that, that we want and in your timing at the right time. And we just thank you for it, and so we waited. You know, it's not always easy on your flesh to wait. Your flesh—that's a four-letter word, right there on your flesh. Wait. W a i t. Ooh, your flesh isn't like that. So we waited, and, it, and we and we thought, well, no, it's it's not time now. No, it's not time. It's not time. But uh, anyway, oh, it's loud. No. <laughs> but but anyways, so this, we came here and it was kind of like a last minute trip trip. And I, we, we, we went to the stores we want to, and there was, we got, we got tons of stuff and, and the and we got blessed with money to do it too. Amen. Amen? I mean, that's, that's the Lord adding to you with no sorrow. uh, Yeah. And not from my parents. We didn't get money from my parents. Not mom and dad. (laughs) It wasn't them. (laughs) But that, I mean, that's, 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 that's kind of a small example, but really, if we would have if we would have spent the time and the energy and really the money we didn't, shouldn't have been spending on to going to and going to Kansas City, there would have been sorrow. You know, maybe we would have gone in a fight on the way back or at the store, <laughs> or we find like one sock out of like that we liked. You know, and been tired <clears throat> the next day at church and everything. And, but when you do it, the Lord. The, when you do it the way the Lord set it up, it's there's it's just awesome. You know and that, that, that goes not just with prosperity that goes with, with, with dating your marriage you know with every, when you do it the way the Lord said it makes, things, makes my life so much easier so much better and happier right can you guys testify I can testify to that I mean when I do what the word says I'm way more happier and more pleasant to be around and my wife would say amen amen brother preach it I'm sure but I, I was just thinking about that you know and, and, and as far as there being no sorrow with it, you know the the lord he 's so good he 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 can give us ten thousand dollars and and he and he, said, he never says, well, okay, ten thousand dollars you've got to pay this back in two years that's twenty five percent interest rate and or here's a new car, but you're going have to you know you 're going have to return it in in, in, in five years and you're going to have to come and see me if you don't make all the payments you'll be in trouble watch out, but the lord there's no sorrow with it amen, so knowing that you know. Knowing that the blessing of the Lord makes rich, uh, who are we going to look to, you know? I'm going to look to the Lord, you know? I know my parents have done this year in and year out, you know, especially with, the, with just things that have come up over the church, uh, financially over the years. They look to the Lord. They don't look to, to man to meet the needs. Amen? And, you know, it's, it's awesome. So, um, you know, let's, let's look at Mark eleven twenty two. This is, you know, if, if, if some of this sounds new, I, 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 don't, I don't think it would probably sound new. Or, well, I can't do that, and how, how do I do that? I've always looked to, to, to people to meet my needs. This is like a very, very simple way to, to get your eyes off man and onto the Lord. Let's look at Mark eleven twenty two 22, and, and I guess the New King James would be fine. Um, check this out. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in god you know why would jesus say that he could have said have faith in your faith have faith in your prayers have faith in your in your buddies have faith in your and in in your works have faith in your job and your boss he's a really good boss he's he's a good guy he said have faith in god because god can do so much more and wants to do so much more than anyone can will ever be able to do for you amen have faith in god i just that's something, I just really like that. It's so simple. You know, it's, it, it's, it's verses like these that are so simple. And, you know, and, and when we do it, it just makes all the difference. This is this is like one of the most simple things you see in the Word, but it's it's just, but it's so, it's one of the biggest truths I, I, I've seen in the Word. You know, have faith in God. Yeah. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to have faith in God. Amen. Yeah. So, okay, let me encourage you just for a minute here on, and, and on God being your, as as far as seeing God as your source, we know that we shouldn't look to man; we should look to the Lord, and that's because He is our source. Um, I'll, I'll give you another example. Um, I work at a school, like I I, I, believe, I said that earlier. I work at a school, and uh, it's it's kind of a struggling school. It's it's not a whole lot of money, you know, generated through there, but <clears throat> they let me know. Uh, a couple, like a month ago, that I was going to be laid off during the month of June, this this, this current month right now. Um, and, and it happened before, but I wasn't sure if it was going to happen or not. But but anyways, and they said, they said well, you just, we're going to, you know, you'll come back in July. I said, okay. You know, and, uh, you know, in the, in those moments, you're tempted. You're tempted to be like, well, should I go look for a new job? Should I, you know, say, forget you guys? And, you know, or should I... Try, to, try to make make something, make something happen, make it happen, you know. But you know what what we did, you know, in growing and hearing and growing in in the Lord. Me and Esther, we made it a point, and we made up our minds. Well, we're going to ask the Lord for at least the, the amount I would make in that month, and we're not going to tell anybody about it. You know, you know, true faith doesn't run out and 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 say you know tell people all their problems just for the sake of telling people their problems because they want to pat on the back oh i'm sorry dear you know there's nothing wrong with going to people for help and stuff but i think sometimes that that backfires on us you know because we just want someone a uh, shoulder to cry on and 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 say it's going to be there's nothing wrong with saying it's all right. but anyway but so we we claim the money we ask for the money and uh we uh I, I did. I just sought the Lord. I didn't feel released to go look for another job. I didn't release to do anything really, but just trust in Him. And I tell you what, it wasn't. There was like a matter of a couple of days. Unexpected places, money just came pouring in. Like um, we have, we have a buddy back in back in Branson. They're in this band, and the, some, we didn't tell we didn't tell anybody. We didn't, I didn't tell my parents. We didn't tell her parents. We told nobody that I got laid off, and. The, these guys from the band, you know, as far as we know, we didn't know if they had a lot of money or what, but they said, well, we just, we, can, can I come, one of the guys from the band said, can I come over? We want, we want something. Oh, no, I'm skipping something. One of the guys was asking Esther, is James working this summer? We didn't tell him anything. And she said, well, no. But that was it. You know, we didn't say, well, can you guys give us a hand? <laughs> you guys didn't need you another know, bandmate or anything? Any gigs lined up? Well, they, but they came, they came over, and they gave us, they gave us a good amount of money, and, and we were like, well, praise the Lord. Um, oh, I skipped a, an important part. Well, well, starting off, we, so before I even, uh, well, someone handed me a hundred dollars in, in service after service, and instead of spending it, and which is which isn't wrong, I'm not preaching against that. We felt Esther and I felt led to sow it, you know, so we did that, and shortly after, we got this three hundred dollars. We got someone in the church. that gave us another $500, and then, you know, we have all this, we had all this money coming in. We were like, "Wow, God is good!" And then, and then someone gave us $1,000 to go to come here, and it wasn't my parents. <laughs> Again, <laughs> praise the Lord. You know, and and I believe the month is not up yet. You know, <laughs> you know, as my dad would say. You know. You know. It, it pays to tr it pays to look to the Lord to what to do, you know. Being led is just is just so valuable. You know? And that's because God is my source. My job is not my source. If I got fired tomorrow, I'd be alright, that's okay. That's okay. The Lord's got my back. So um, you know, and Abraham is a is a good example of this. Let's look at Genesis twenty two, seven through eight. And then we're gonna read. 13 through 14 as well. If we can read this in, in, in the NIV, that'd be cool too. So Genesis 22, <clears throat> 7 through 8, and then verses 13 through 14. God is your source. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt you just to go around, go around and saying, God's my source. God's my source. He provides. Amen? All right, so seven, Genesis 22, 7 through 8, and then verses 13 through 14. Um, 7, verse 7 in the NIV. Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, and this is key, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. So when, I want to encourage you, when situations come arise in your life, just say, God will provide. God will provide. And you look at verse 13, Abraham looked up, there in a thi- and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over, took the ram, and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And he did. And you have that same source amen and abraham was a blessed individual but abraham knew that god was his source that's key you can't separate it you can't separate the blessing of the lord to 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 walking in faith that god is your source and not man god uh god is your source but i was going to say man isn't your source never has been never will be amen and, I, I like, and I, I'm thankful of the way the Lord set it up because if He made man our source, there would be limitations. Yeah. Extreme limitations. Yeah. But because God is your source, because He's my source, we can walk in super abundant uh, victory in, in finances. Amen? Yeah. So I just wanted to encourage you in that. You know, and see God as your source. I keep saying your source. Uh, not just as Pastor Mark and Brenda's source. He is your source. He is your source. He is he was Abraham's source, and he is your source. Amen. Amen. Let's just say that God God is is my source. source. God God is is my source. source. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, God is just as much your source as He is your Savior. You know, I don't think any if you guys are saved, I don't think any of you in here would doubt that. Well, I don't know if it's God's will for me to be saved and and all that no he's your savior. you know that amen. you know if you sat in here in a long amount any amount of time you know that and he's just he's just as much of your source as he is your savior amen, amen. amen. let's look at philippians uh, 419 and i'm fixing on closing here <laughs> <laughs> fixin old school, old school. <laughs> so your source he is your source and it's just so awesome because he's so, he's so big and he's so, his resources are just endless and vast. I'm thankful that he, he has made us, uh, that we, he is our source. And this is a very familiar passage of script, scripture, but it's good to be reminded of it. <clears throat> Philippians 4.19. New King James will be all right or whatever's up there is fine too. Um, Philippians Philippians 4.19. My God, who is God? God? Is He your God? Yes. My God shall supply all, all, not just some, all, all your need according to whose riches? His, His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God, my job, my government, my spouse, my spouse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I heard. I hit a nerve. No. No, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but I want my God supplying my needs according to his riches. I don't want man meeting my needs according to man's need- riches. <laughs> yeah, I want my God. Amen. You know, and, and, and I, I trust that you guys have been encouraged that, to, to trust in the Lord and not man, to look to the Lord, uh, especially when it comes to finances because he is faithful because he is your source. But but in case you're wondering like, well, how, well, how do I do that? I I've, I've, for 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 30 years I've I've looked at man or my job or the government or what I can do as 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 my source and supply and as uh, but I'll give you just a few little quick things that will help you with this. Number 1, renew your mind. The word says in, in Romans 12:2, do not be conformed to the power of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good and perfect will, and part of that renewing mind is that God is my source. Amen? Amen. So, growing in the knowledge that God, that God is your provider, number one, uh, one way is to renew your mind to it. You know, just just how you would renew your mind to, as God being your healer, do it with God being your provider. Amen. Amen. Number two, exercise your your faith in this area. You know, if I I I. I there was a time in my life where my faith was pretty good as far as um, believing God being my healer, but my faith was pretty low in my, as, as far as the Lord being my provider because my parents were my providers <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> you know. So just as you would do it with the Lord, my healer, do it with Lord, my God, and my provider. Amen? Uh, number three, go to God and ask Him for what you need. You know, and and... There's nothing wrong with going to people and asking them to help you out. But when it comes down to it, ask Him. Ask Him first and foremost. That's right. Ask Him first. And the Lord will use people. The Lord does use people to meet needs. But ask Him first and foremost. Go to God first. Run to Him. Amen? Um, and Matthew, you don't have to turn here. I'll just read this. But in Matthew 7, 9, 11, it says, Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, then, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who what? Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. That's right. yeah. The Lord, oftentimes the Lord is just waiting for us to just ask him. Yes. He's, oftentimes we're, we're, we're running around and we're going like, I, I need $500 by the end of the week. I need $1,000. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And if we just sat down and, and, and just got quiet for a minute, we would just hear like this, ask me, yeah. ask me. Yeah. It's simple, you know? Yeah. Little kids got this concept down easily. You know, they run to mom and daddy, gimme, 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 please, please, gimme, gimme, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, you know? There's a lot to be learned from little kids. I, I'm not saying, we shouldn't run to the Lord like gimme, 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 I need, I need, I need, I need, but you know, we can ask Him. Amen. <laughs> Another, another, another thing we can do to grow in the realization of God being your provider is know that any time thing, good things happen for you, especially financially, it comes from the Lord. And when that does happen, don't, I'll take it another step. Give him the credit. You know, it's, I, I totally believe in thanking people. You know, If my parents were to give me money, I would say, Thank you. Thank you so much. Mom, Dad, I love you. Thank you so much. But I would go home and say, Lord, you answered that prayer. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because the more you thank Him, the the, the stronger it gets that He is your provider. It's just thanking Him all the time, even before you see the before you see the money, thank Him that it, that He has provided. Amen. Amen. And fifthly, and, and maybe the most important way to grow on this is seek first the kingdom of God. Yes, kingdom you know, first. let's let's actually look at Matthew six thirty three real quick. You know, in, a, in the previous verses, I won't take time to read them, but it's basically saying that the world runs after all these things. You know, what, we can, what are we going to wear? What are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Oh, my, oh, me. But here's the Lord's answer. Matthew six thirty-three. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things, things, material things, all these things shall be added unto you. So don't seek the things. Don't seek the money. Seek the Lord. Amen. And that will help you immensely in growing in the realization that God is a rewarder, your rewarder, and He is your provider. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Well, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for letting me come and minister tonight. Um, it's, been a, it's been a good night. I'm, I'm going to say a prayer. If you guys just bow your head and close your eyes, I want to pray for everyone here. Thank you, Lord. You are faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just come before you tonight. Lord, I thank you so much for this night. I thank you for the celebration that we are uh, celebrating tonight with Pastors Mark and Brenna being in the ministry, uh, 31, or being at the church for 31 years, Lord. And Father, I thank you for all my brothers and sisters in the Lord, present Lord. God, I thank you for the word that has gone forth. I thank you for your truth. Lord, you said that when we, <coughs> we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. And, Lord, I pray that as we go from tonight, Lord, that the truth, Lord, that you are our provider, that you are our source, that you are big, and that your resources are unlimited, would begin to stir, would continue to stir in their hearts, Father. Lord, if people are here are struggling financially, Lord, I ask that you would just touch them, Lord, and encourage them, that this truth would just burn in their hearts, Lord, that when they go home, they would hear, my provider, God is my provider. Yeah. God is my provider. He supplies all my needs. And, Lord, I just ask for strength to enter into people that have been struggling financially. I ask your peace to come upon them. And, Lord, those who have have been walking in this truth, I just pray that they would be encouraged, Lord. And, Father, we thank you for just all the good things you have done tonight and will continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.